Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. It's funny, this week, somebody who was listening to my podcast said, you sound so professional when you when you start your podcast. I'm like, I don't know. Crap just flows out of me sometimes. At any rate, uh, I want to say hello to four or five people that have been really supporting the podcast. It's Michelle and Carla, Josie, Marie, and Gina. I hope you are feeling better. Uh, I just want to say thank you, ladies, for listening to the podcast and sharing it with your friends and family. It's really important. Um, today, I wanted to just touch on something that was important in my own development, and it's what is your story, right? What is the story of your life? Who are you? Where'd you come from? What is your perspective about who you are and where you come from? Why is that important to begin with? Because whatever you believe, you'll manifest. You know, if you believe that if I take this Tylenol, that it'll get rid of my headache. Well, it probably will because you believe it. But sometimes, you know, we are unfortunately connected to so much negativity in our past and in our story that it makes us feel crappy and stressed out. You know, if you take a family like the Prococos, the my home, my family, there's eight kids. And uh, generally speaking, we grew up in a, in a pretty decent home. Mom and dad were together for over 50 years and they did a great job with all the tools they had of raising eight kids and keeping us on the straight and narrow. But each one of us has a different story of our past because it was just all individually you know, connected to the relationships that we had as kids. And uh, not everybody sees it the same way, which is kind of the beauty in life. You get to see life any way you want. But imagine this, if your story is riddled with pain, then you're going to relive that pain over and over and over. And every time you tell somebody a story, you'll tell them the crap about your life and what validates why you why you are where you are. Let me take it from the negative side first. <clears throat> Let's say that you are, um, you know, you've gone nowhere. You've got no finance. You have no significant relationships that bring you joy and happiness. And now you're talking about your story. And your story is riddled with garbage. Stuff that you see that had a great impact on you. Maybe you had two parents that weren't together. Maybe mom, dad wasn't in the house and you lived with mom. Mom worked and she came home. She drank in order to feel better about herself or to drown her sorrows and her pain for everything she was going through. And of course, you were there to witness all of it. You felt that pain and that suffering that she went through and you started to experience it yourself. And before you know it, you start telling stories about your past. Oh, my past was difficult. You don't understand. No wonder why I can't do anything or go anywhere or make things happen because my past was terrible and my parents treated me poorly. And, um, you know, maybe I had undergone some abuse. I, I don't know. There's so many things, right? But I've got to tell you that even amongst the greatest, you know, painful moments in our life, there's always a glimmer of sunshine in it. With every landfill, you know, where we used to dump our our trash when we were kids. I know we don't do that anymore that much, but we used to have this giant landfill. We just dump our trash in it. But somewhere in that trash, somebody threw something out that was really beautiful. So within even the ugliest situations, there's something beautiful. But if we don't choose to see it, then all we're going to do is see the garbage. And if you see the garbage, that's your story. And if that's your story, then you're going to manifest it, which means you're struggling to find joy and happiness and find some things that bring the joy and happiness, like relationships and 
and security and money and these things around us, we don't seem to manifest them at all. It's the story, my friends. It's what you've been telling yourself. And unfortunately, nobody wants to hear your Debbie Downer story over and over and over and over. Oh my God, I got divorced. She was miserable. She treated me poorly. She was such a bitch. And now, you know what? What do you expect? Of course, I'm alone. I can't stand it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I want to hang out with that person. I just don't. I feel sorry for them. But look, at you got to get it together because your story is dripping in your perspective. And your perspective is the key to life. I'm telling you, somebody asked me, hey, what would be one way to describe yourself? I said, perspective. I want to be somebody that teaches people about their perspective and how powerful it is. The way you see it is the way you become. So when you have a story that's powerful, that's impactful, that brings upon a great perspective, it lowers stress. So I'll give you my story. So I... I was a young man uh, growing up in a house with seven siblings, and I was the youngest of all uh, eight kids. Two loving parents, uh, brothers and sisters who were able to show me the good things in life and some of the bad things I should stay away from. I excelled in athletics and academics and had the support of people around me and have become a doctor and a speaker and a husband. Wow, what a life I live. It's amazing. Yeah, that's my story. And because that's my story, it gives off an energy from me that other people tend to want to be around. Not saying everybody because they have their story, but I want to be somebody who's has a sense of honor and integrity. And I work hard to improve that every day. And by the way, it wasn't always like that. The more you mature, the more time you spend in life, the more you understand that you really are not that much in control, then just let it go. Just be yourself. Get rid of the baggage in your head and just start to enjoy the life that you have. So I've learned how to do this over time. So now my story, it's a good story. It's about triumph. And great stories are written in, in this way. They're written in such that um, you know you start out with the villain and then the hero saves the day. And by the way, you're both. In your past, there's been things that aren't good. I get it. And because of that, it made you strong. And if it makes you strong and you craft your story that way, your perspective will lead you into the light. It, it's powerful. It's unbelievable how simple it can be. But we just don't know sometimes because we're caught up in an ugly, negative perspective. Next week, I'm going to be presenting on stress in a corporation here in Massachusetts. You know, and the message is, it, it's complex, but I want to try to make it simple. And I'm going to give you a quick synopsis here. <clears throat> when your perspective meaning the way you see things about your past, which is your story, when it's not very impactful and it's not very positive, it causes the release of stress hormones from the brain. Now, hey man, let's face it. Stress is like, you know, somebody threw a brick between in your, not between, but through your window at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, of course we're all going to be stressed. We're At that moment, we are not sure what's going on and we're trying to protect ourselves and family. So we're in a major fight or flight mechanism. The body has become... Uh, activated in such a way that, you know, you're ready to fight or to run like heck. So there's a lot going on during that time. So stress is such a powerful response, but stress comes from thinking about something. That's it. And if you're just thinking about something and you're producing stress, you're producing stress hormones. Well, that ain't good. The stress hormones that are constantly bathing 
you know, your body's cells are making you sick. Stress hormones were meant to come on and off, on and get it off. They turn on for a short period of time, then they shut off. That's what happens when a, an animal is being chased in the savanna in, you know, in Africa by a, a cheetah. The stress hormone is up and on like crazy. That animal's running and going, oh my God, I'm going to be someone's dinner. And if they're lucky enough to survive it, they go right back to the watering hole within five minutes and they forget about it. Then they just drink their little water and off they go. Well, humans can't do that that well. How come? Because our brains are highly, highly creative. Holy crap. Billions of neurons firing at once, driving us and inspiring us. So we talk and we, you know, we say, we talk to other people and we take our stories and we just tell them over and over. Hey man, I got chased today by a, by a cheetah. Did you see that cheetah that chased me? Then you go to work and you're like, geez, I got chased by a cheetah. It almost got me. Son of a gun. You just keep saying the same thing over and over. So your perspective is now based upon something that happened to you. And that's basically linked to your story. If your story stinks, you're going to keep saying it over and over and over. And you don't even know it's a negative story because you've been saying it for so long. And what you become is your own prisoner. You are the prisoner. It's funny. It's like you're in your own prison, but the door isn't locked. And that's the good part of all this. The door is not locked. You don't have to live with the story of your past because you say that's what it is. If it isn't working for you and your perspective is poor and you feel like you're in a rut, you can't get anywhere and you're not happy. It's the story you're telling yourself about your life. Change that story quickly. Flip it around. Listen, even if you're a person who your story was you know, I want to say this. Your story is kind of steeped in suffering and pain and abuse. And this has been your past. So you, that's what you lead with when you talk to people, all that pain, all that stuff. And you relive it every day of your life. It's like, why? I don't know why. Well, be aware of it. You're doing it over and over and over. You're talking about the same things. You could easily say it after all those things that you went through, all those difficult moments where you felt neglected and there was no one there or you were abused or, you know, whatever. Whatever that story is, find something beautiful in it and craft a new story. You know, maybe a story like this. You know, when I I grew up, uh, my parents were split. Um, you know, my father was never around and my mother had to work like crazy. I was alone a lot when I came home. That's my story. Now, how about this? You know, when I was young, my parents struggled big time and I watched them day after day, barely get out of bed. And I realized one thing, that is something that I never, ever want to feel. So from my early beginnings, I knew what it was like to suffer. I watched it every day in my parents, but I gained strength in that. And I knew that I wanted more than this in my life. And that's why I have manifested so many wonderful things. This company that I've built and I've now been philanthropic and been able to help other families. And now I'm seeking out others who went through the same things that I went through so I can help to give them a better perspective so they too can write a much better story. You know, you're like, well, Pete, it's not real. Listen, it could be real in two seconds. It doesn't matter. What is real is what's between your ears. That's it. Nothing else. What you think about and what you say is the truth. That's it. No questions asked. Inside of your head, that's the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that except if the truth that you tell about yourself, the story that you tell about yourself doesn't work to drive you forward, to make you happy, to make you have that, or to give you that sense of, you know, I can be more and I want to be more so that tomorrow when I wake up, 
I don't put my head between my knees and just go, oh, another day. How am I going to get through this? That's because you're telling yourself a crappy story about yourself and you're living in that old story. So shift it as quickly as you can and get the heck out of there. Remember that the crappy story that you tell yourself leaves you stewing and marinating in stress hormones. Bad, bad, bad idea, ladies and gentlemen, because cortisol and adrenaline, those are the stress hormones and they jack up your body. And if that stays on all day long for your whole darn life, it's going to start to do something awful to your brain. It's going to kill the nerve cells in your brain called neurons. The brain actually, get this, it shrivels. It begins to shrink like a dried out prune. You're like, what? No. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. The brain will break down under stress based upon your perspective and the story you keep telling yourself. Now what happens? You're moody, forgetful, depressed, anxious. Get it? Listen, if you felt any of these on a consistent basis in the last 30 days, that's you. And it's linked to the story that you tell. Well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And oh my God, oh my God. And listen, we're all guilty of it, including myself. But even when I do it, I stop and I go, wait a minute, calm down, dude. You're, you're fine. You're just a teeny bit frustrated today. Now clean off your lens, look out the window and see the beauty of life and improve the heck out of your story. Then what happens? I feel a sense of joy and happiness. And then my brain starts secreting dopamine and serotonin. And those are wonderful chemicals. They feel really good. We're happy. Then we go hang out with some people. What's going on, man? How you doing? What have you been up to? He said, oh, things are great. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Guess what? You're telling a new story. Hello, people. Tell new stories every day about yourself. Make sure that whatever's in your head, whatever comes off your lips is something positive about yourself, not negative. Don't look in the mirror and say, oh my God, I'm so fat. How many people get out of the shower and don't look at their nude body in the mirror? Plenty. How come? They can't stand the sight they see. They loathe themselves. Self-esteem loss comes is literally hinged to the story that you tell about yourself. And that story was probably written by some other dope in your life and you bought it. Don't buy that crappy story. Change it. And you know you can anytime you want. So do it. All right. So I just, I just really felt important to take a moment here on this podcast and give you something that will help you to feel better. And that is every moment, every time in the day, right? When you feel some negative feeling, whatever that is, just remember that I said this, that that feeling is connected to some past event of your life, something you experienced. And you feel it every day because that's the story you're telling yourself every day. I want you to get over that. And if you do get over that, oh my God, your go-to thing is in your head is a positive thing. We need this. We want this. So you don't want to be sitting around every day just having negative thought after negative thought after negative thought because what comes out of you, off your lips, is going to be negative to people around you. You're going to lose the support and the caring of people that would help to make your life better. And you're not doing it. How come? You keep telling yourself the wrong story. So... There are two ways that I want you to consider combating the negative feeling that you're going to have. And by the way, you're probably going to have a hundred of these a day. That's going to take some work to change the firing and the way the brain works. But if you do it, joyful, 
happy days are right in front of you. So think of this. You just had a crappy thought. You're on the way to work and somebody is in the middle of the road trying to take a left. They're blocking the traffic behind them and you happen to be the first car behind them. And you just want to beep the horn and go, hey, dope, move to the left. What are you doing? Now, it doesn't sound like much, but that is a negative connotation. That's a negative uh, thought pattern. And as a consequence of that, it helps to stoke the fire of the next negative event. They just start happening over and over and over. So when an event like that happens just in your head, you have to stop and first recognize, uh, that's my old crappy story coming back. And I don't want to do that because I want to be more. I want to be better. I want to be happy. I want to have more joy and positivity in my life. How do I get that? How do I lower the stress and help my brain to perpetuate an incredible future? Um, how about we just shift the meaning to what you just saw? So once you're aware of it, then you go, okay, this isn't good for me. This is not what I want for me. Forget the guy in the car in front of you. What I want is I want to feel happy. I want to feel honorable. I want to do the right thing. That's what makes me feel good. Okay. So the first thing you should do when the dope is in the car (laughs) in front of you and he's not turning the way you should, just take a deep breath and think of something that makes you happy. You know, you got to wake up in the morning and think about what that's going to be. What's going to make you happy? I want you to picture that in your mind and hold on that, hold on to that for the day. So every time you have that negative feeling that just kind of just rocks you, it doesn't even have to rock you, just something simple that's negative, like the guy in the car. Just stop thinking about the guy and about the scenario and immediately shift your focus to something that feels good. That's it. Just I, I, I like Italy, you know, I'm Italian, so I love to be in southern Italy in Positano, my favorite place in, on the planet. And I've been there, obviously. So when I feel stressed out and something's just starting to irritate me, I immediately just shut it off, no matter what it is, just shut it off and start thinking about Positano on the beach. That's it. Just get out of that negative state. Get out of that old story pattern. Get out quick. Just get out of it. So you're going to wind up doing this, as I mentioned, hundreds of times a day. Every time you feel something come on, it's an old event that's making you feel this way. Now, it seems like a new event today because somebody just said something to you or cut you off in traffic. That hasn't happened to you before uh, in specifically that way. But it's, it's tethering some old event that had already happened to you and you feel disrespected. And what do you do? You get angry and now you're in an angry mood. It starts producing stress and it wrecks your body. So before you let that happen, you have that first emotion of like, oh, I'm frustrated. And then I go, Positano. Oh, I want to choke that guy. Positano. I just go there and I start thinking and I take a deep breath and I go, Pete, what do you want? Do you want to feel your heart beating out of your chest? Do you want your brain to shrivel up? Do you want your body to produce poor proteins and make yourself sick? Is that what you're looking for? To, you know, to make somebody else realize that they need to not cross you. So you yell and scream at them. I'm like, what are you nuts? This is about you, right? This is about yourself and how you want to feel and how you want to conduct yourself so that every day when you get up, you're like, man, I'm actually living a pretty good life. Yes, but a good life has positives and negatives. Why not shift as many of the negatives of your past and your story into something beautiful for the future? So just first thing I said is just take something 
and decide in the moment that I don't want to feel these things right now because they're not good for me and I'm making them up in my head. So stop and think of something immediately that just makes you feel good. And it should be the same thing that you're thinking of. Why do I say that? Because it's quick. It's easy to go to. Because listen, I already told you, you're going to be doing this probably a hundred times a day until you can finally understand that I don't even want to see anything negative. So beyond that, you can go one step further. Yes, negative things are happening around you, which are triggered from your past, and you can eat them up and, you know, kill yourself with it. Or you can decide to give it not just a blank meaning like, you know, I'm going to think of something that's wonderful in my life and stick with that all day. But think of trying to find within the situation that you're in something really beautiful. I was talking to a, uh, a coaching client recently and I said, you've just come up to a, a landfill, a dump site, and there's tons of garbage there. And you're in your best gear and you're going out with some friends and you took a wrong turn and wound up down at the, at the landfill site. You're like, Okay, well, let's get out of here. But then you hear a little whimper in the background, and it's a little dog on the top of a mound of, of, of crap. Okay, should we just get out of here and you know continue on our day, or should we go try to help that dog? And then what happens? Wow, you got a friend for life. You take a little puppy home, and you nurse it back to health, and this little puppy gives you love and joy for the rest of your life. Just a metaphor, but think about it. There are mountains of crap all around us, but within every mountain of crap, there is one glimmer of hope. Are you the person that can see the glimmer of hope within the mountain of crap? And if you can't yet, then practice at it like anything else. By the way, your story and your perspective, you practice those day after day after day, year after year, decade after decade. And who are you now? You're a product of all that cruddy storytelling, all that stuff that happened to you. And therefore, your go-to response emotionally is a negative, protective, angry, freaking way of doing things. It's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm tired of it. I want more out of life. Why are other people happy and I'm not? Because they have a better perspective at this stage of their lives where you don't. Let's get that perspective to move up. So now what you do is every time you feel a negative connotation, if you have a second, make a second, I shouldn't say if you have a second, make a second to try to turn it around into something positive. Actively try to push it into a positive. Well, it isn't positive because this is the way it is. No, that's the problem. There's no truth, my friend. There's nothing that's real other than what you say it is. The truth is what you say it is. You know, other people will argue that, but I don't care about other people. Just simply say to yourself, the truth is what I say. And the truth is this. That, you know, even though I'm getting audited by the federal government, oh, what good could come out of that? Anything can come out of that. That happened to me once. I was audited by the federal government after I had been involved with uh, a case with the FBI and fraud. It wasn't me. I wasn't fraudulent, but I was working for somebody else who, who, who did that. So what happened from that? You know, when I think back of those days, what it taught me was not that... Uh, you know, I was any less a man or a doctor than I needed to be, but it strengthened me. I saw strength that I could get through something, you know, so it's not a negative now. It's never going to be a negative again. I turned it around, change the meaning of things in your head. The minute you start doing that, the body starts following you. So this week, simplifying your homework, something that you can do. Every moment you have a crappy negative feeling, first thing, be aware. Be aware that it's happening. 
that you're feeling negative and that you want to act in a negative behavioral pattern that's not good for you or anybody else around you. Just be aware. The minute you're aware, then go to step B or plan B. Well, I don't know what the heck I'm trying to say. <laughs> Take the first step and this is it. Simply look or inside your head, picture yourself in a completely different situation than you are right now, someplace that you want to be and wake up in the morning and decide what it's going to be today. What are you going to, what's going to be your go-to thing? When something aggravates you and really makes, sets you off, stop for a moment, be aware. And then within just a few seconds, start thinking about that wonderful, beautiful place and everything about it that goes with it that's loving and joyful and happy. Just think about it. That's it. You're like, please, dude, really? Listen, this is a neurologist here talking to you. And I'm telling you, change the frequency of the brain. Change the way it fires. Give it something else to focus on. Okay, doc, I hear you. Let's move on to the last piece of the puzzle then. Yes, get yourself to a place in your head where you feel comfortable and away from that negative pattern that you just fired off. And let's move it to the next level. Not only just mute it and then think about something else, Take a look at what, how you see it and then change the, the scenario that you're looking at. Don't go away from it now. Just stay with it and say, you know what? I want to see the diamond in the rough and I'm going to look for it. You know, this old lady is yelling at me today. You know what? She's yelling at me because she's lost her husband a few years back and no one has touched her body in years. She doesn't feel the warmth of touch of humans. Nobody gives her the time of day. She's old and decrepit and being discarded by the world. She's living on a fixed income and she's stressed out and she just took it out on me. That's okay. I understand. And by the way, she probably paid her taxes for the last 50, 60 years and she helped. She helped to put me and my children through school by paying her her real estate taxes in the hometown. Whatever you want. But the mere fact that you keep doing that brings honor and integrity and that feels good. Now you're building the habits every day of feeling much more enthused about who you are. Then your story begins to shift and every time somebody asks you about yourself or your story, you don't lead in with the negative. You lead in with something that's positive. That person smiles and looks at you and says, wow, I really like that person. I like what's coming off of them. You know what? I think I'll invest some money in them. Huh? I think I'll buy their product. I think I'll get involved with their with their service. And before you know it, you're getting more revenue, for instance. You're getting more connection with people because let's face it, every dime you ever make was in someone else's pocket first. So the things that are wonderful in life really start with our perspective in the story that we tell ourselves and, of course, the story that we tell others. So this week, change your story and start really processing and understanding and being aware that there are a lot of negatives that are in your head. Shift them and change them and wait till you see what happens. Within a short period of time, you're going to start to notice that you feel good. And feeling good can, can and will become infectious because emotions are infectious. Soon you'll be cutting people out of your life that just can't be there to support your emotional journey. And you'll invite others in unconsciously that will help you move to the next level. And before you know it, you found yourself in a happy zone, which cost nothing but a little perspective, time and energy. You got it? Good. Um, by the way, it's Thanksgiving, so I want to say uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I'm downstairs in my studio now, just having a moment with you. So uh, this is Dr. P. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Take care. <laughs>